Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Andy Molitor. And Andy, I know it's one of your favorite days of the year. The NBA is here. NBA time. NBA time. And we'll talk about football first, but I just, I know how pumped you specifically are for today. I'm as excited as Peter. Yeah, I'm going to try to be less hateful of the sports I don't really bet on or care about this year. Although I am I'm more, I'm more just, I'm more just stressed out that college basketball starts in three weeks and I'm clearly not prepped. So probably going to take a big chunk of my Saturday work on that. It is, yeah, it's the Zozo Championship. It is the NBA starting three weeks college basketball. We're in the really, really in the heart of the NFL season where everybody's injured. Baseball has been electric. The Braves, again, have had two walk-offs. Can't walk it off tonight, but uh, they will try to compete in a tough one. And what else we got? I think there might even be some early college football yet this this week. Is there a There's Tuesday game? Yeah, I, I feel like we're starting to get to the point of the season where we're going to have some of these games. It looks like we have a Wednesday game, Coastal Appalachian tomorrow, and then obviously there's always Ooh. Thursday and Friday football. But That's college bad, football but... on Wednesdays, which is awesome. I love that when we have midweek stuff like this. But, yeah, last night game was weird. Weird. Yeah, I really I, – I, I went back and looked through that box score. I probably still I, – I think I still would bet the Bills again just – I wish I would have bet them earlier in the week, even though that number would have lost too. I just feel bad about having the last, the worst of the number practically. But yeah, when you get 34% of your total yards on two plays between the, the Henry run and the crazy, crazy Julio catch, the box score is going to look a little weird. It was a, it was a tough game for the bills. And yeah, that again, anyone who tells you they should have kicked a field goal at the end is probably a, a lunatic. Like, people do not realize that like a tie people treat a tie like a win like oh we got to overtime oh we lost the coin toss like it's still pretty much a coin toss and the way the bills defense was at that point i'm not sure i'd give them the 50 50 in overtime i would have probably had if i was setting live lines i would have opened the titans a favorite before they won the coin toss in overtime <laughs> although, was... although the bills were moving the bills were moving the ball to it it would have probably like honestly the overtime would have come down to the coin toss it was just so strange to see them you know come out in the third quarter and you know, not that they dominated the third quarter but they win the third quarter 11 to 7 it's like all right the bills are back it should sort of be okay and then you know we switch quarters fourth quarter goes right back to the titans it was kind of a strange game. Um, Chris Boussard apparently reporting that Taylor Lewan was traded right before being injured, I heard. So that's tough for the Bills to acquire left tackle and then have him go down like that shortly. Oh, it's just rough. It's, <laughs> it's... Chris Broussard is an NBA player. Let's, <laughs> just, let's just leave it at that. that was, uh... Although imagine him on the Bills, man. Healthy Lewan on the Bills. That would be a big right. win to their offense. It's just another great Derrick Henry game. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, people say running backs don't matter. And I think in generally they, they're probably right about that. But every once in a while, you get somebody, you know, we had Adrian Peterson, however many years ago that was when he was at his peak. And it seems like Derrick Henry for these couple seasons is kind of the, I guess, the, the exception that proves the rule. I mean, you look at this 20 carries, 143 yards, and it's it's not like the Bills, you know, they don't have the best defense in the world, but they weren't necessarily planning for anything else besides Derrick Henry running at them over and over again. And yes, he has the one big yard, but three touchdowns, seven yards per carry. Good God. Yeah, monster, monster day from him. 
Um, it'll be, it's going to take some soul searching when I do some updating on my uh, power rankings this afternoon. I'll have new power rankings out this afternoon. I'll, I'll put my top 10 up to be ridiculed again by the Twitterverse and prep for basketball. These don't start till later. So that's at Bucks. So that's a Midwestern game. I suppose that's a normal evening start time for a nice game in Milwaukee. And then, of course, we get a West Coast game in Warriors-Lakers. And you, this is just like the NFL. Like, the, How long have these lines been up, Alex? A month, maybe a month yeah. and a half at this point, a little bit longer, some of them. I mean, the Christmas Day lines are even up. I mean, as you guys know, books like to put stuff up. In the NBA, they're a little more hesitant, and I think a little more reticent, some places will put out NFL lines for the first several weeks, but given you know how much injury stuff changes in the NBA and the fact that games turn over so quickly, um, they generally just go with the first night games. Yeah, these have been up for a little while. The lines have been kind of pushed around. The Bucks net spread you see here one and a half. This hasn't moved too much, I think, from the open. Maybe the Nets open minus one or something like that. I'm trying to remember. I'll pull that up. But again, it sat right here around minus one or so towards the Bucks. The Bucks take a little money again, but going from one to one and a half is nothing. What has moved though is the total. Um, you know, you look at the total of 234. This was in the 240s when it opened. I think it was 240, maybe just over. 240 um it's you know it's gotten a lot of support from the under as you guys know i liked nets unders last year to a uh, less than exciting degree if i go back and take out all the nets totals for my results Andy, the year looks pretty good um so i'm not going to go back to the well there i do like the under for a lot of particular reasons that i'm actually going to take the first half under so it's sort of a bit of a cop out here andy um Nets, Bucks, first half under 118 and a half. A couple things working here. One of the nice parts about some of these derivative markets, they're a little slower to react to some of the moves than than other spots. You know, you've seen the total move from 240 down to 234. This has only moved a point or two. So I think we're getting a little ahead. This will probably come down a little bit later. Um, you know, a look at the angles here. Again, it's early in the season. It's tough to make some numbers for these teams. They are generally the same. So I feel maybe a little more confident about this game than some of the other games. Um, even the second one, we'll talk about that one a little bit. But James in general, you know, I have this right around 115 and a half, 116 myself. You go back and look qualitative stuff again. Not stuff that I build into my model, but I always like to look at things like this. It's the first game of the season. First games of the season tend to go towards the under, especially in the first half. And we also have a championship team in its first game tonight. And you go back Man. and look at that. I was only able to go back about five years. But in the five years I went back, the first half unders are four and one in those situations. You know, you have these kind of funky ceremonies that mess up the warm-ups for teams. Generally, what you have is teams warm up. They come in do the introduction for lineups, and we play. But you have about a five, ten-minute ceremony. I'm sure that will be tonight with a banner and all that sort of stuff. So I think, again, qualitatively, and you know, these aren't the best ways to handicap things, but it makes a difference to kind of throw people off in a rhythm like this. So, again, only was able to go back five years, but it looks like a pretty nice angle on top of the fact that my model already likes the under. We have some market support on the total. A lot of things lined up here, Andy. So we'll go for a first half under before we get to the Warriors-Lakers game. What do you think? You know, the nice part about a first half under compared to a full game under, no such thing as first half overtime. Just does not exist. They will not it's, it's... play any extra minutes if it is tied. Let's say this is tied at 55 at uh, halftime. They will not play any uh, overtime. So that would be – that's how un that's how unders go to die in uh, most of your games, it feels like. <laughs> so, all right, yeah, Warriors-Lakers late game. The overrated warrior or the overrated Lakers is what uh, what I'm being told by all my NBA people, which is good because 
F them. And this one's tougher to project. The Lakers have only three players that were on the team last year. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Talon Horton Tucker, who will be missing this game, are the only people left from last year's team. We've talked a couple times. They've made the Westbrook trade, a lot of other players moving in and out. This opened right around four and a half. There was some five and a half um, in spots. So the Warriors taking money, which makes sense. A pretty solid team. You start to look at some of the matchups tonight. We'll talk about prize picks in a little bit, but... Should be a great night for Stephen Curry. There's not a single player on this Lakers roster that should be able to stay anywhere near him defensively. Um, you know, even LeBron James, if he commits to trying to do that, will struggle at, at this point in his late in his career. So be his 19 seasons, folks. We'll have almost 20 years of LeBron James. It's pretty nuts. So I like the Warriors here. I think the market picked the right side. This number looks just about right to me. I had it about two and a half, three. Again, tough to project games this early, but. Warriors are the right side. It's just it's hard for me to find a way to attack this. We were going back and forth. I can make a case for an under in this game. I can make a case for an over in this game. Tend to lead towards the over. I think the Lakers' changes lead to a worse defense. And again, the matchups here are pretty tough on both sides. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons to think LeBron James and Steph Curry, specifically Curry, should have put up a lot of points tonight. So kind of staying away from this game. We'll probably do some stuff with DFS for fun with Curry and whatnot. I dig it. Yeah. Speaking of DFS, our official DFS sponsor of here at uh, of here. That's not my sentences are I'm struggling no today, good. Alex. Me no speak good, but the official <laughs> DFS sponsor of BetSperts, Brown Bag Bets, and everything else I do is, of course, Prize Picks. And tonight, basketball Prize Picks starts. We are going to probably do some multi-sport entries. That's the fun part too. You can we'll do you basketball, don't just, hockey, don't and baseball. Two, yeah, you don't have to pick two football ones. You can do a football one with a basketball leg. You can you can do mixed parlays and whatnot with it. So, yeah, any Nets Bucks entry tonight for new users gets you free twenty five bucks if Giannis is able to get over that zero point five points scored mark. So some free cash there on top of the normal hundred dollar, um, you know, up to hundred dollar deposit bonus, hundred percent match for new users. And yeah, let's, uh, let's get involved with some NBA stuff. I'm going to take a look at this this afternoon, see if there's any sneaky dumb ones that uh, I can play. I like to maybe play some guys off the bench. Yeah. You can can stress that. Cause I feel like the the numbers on like Giannis points and things like that, those are going to be sharp. I'm going to go find some bench guys and play like over one assists or something. Yeah, I think you look at some maybe some Bruce Brown stuff, you know, with Kyrie Irving being out, he should be the starter here for the Brooklyn Nets. And maybe look for combos for him. He's somebody that doesn't necessarily score a bunch of points, but you know, you'll look down, he has six points, four rebounds, three assists all of a sudden. It really kind of fills up the stat sheet there. So maybe some Bruce Brown stuff. Um, if you wanted to go to the bench, Patty Mills should have a lot of success tonight. Um, you know, the Bucks generally struggle with some of their guards off the bench, sometimes with these smaller players like him. I don't mind Patty Mills if you want to go look for somebody there. Uh, the Lakers game is going to be tough. It's hard to figure out what's going on there. There's too many sort of players in flux. Um, but don't mind some Jordan Poole. Uh, he's probably Maybe starting, so. but he's another uh, lesser-known name that might be fun. Maybe I'm going to go with uh, Kent Kent Bazemore over one Ooh. three points made. <laughs> I don't want. I want no part of that. Actually, so. <laughs> all right. Uh, off the bat, somebody in the chat. Oh, it's just Matt. Matt mentioned Zozo. Zozo. The Zozo. This is not in America. This is uh, elsewhere. This is a Japanese oh. tournament. It's fun. Mm-hmm. So a, a no cut event. It's a, another goofy one pond. like that. We have 
we have some goofy events this time of year. It's a smaller field. There's a bunch of Japanese golfers in it that probably people have not heard of. I don't think any of them really have a, a strong chance at competing. There might be some guys that sneak into the top 20, but these are guys that play on the Japanese tour. Although back in the Olympics, remember that I did back uh, a guy. It was what uh, a guy from Africa, although he was clearly European and was just born in Africa. So he's blonde. And he remember this. I'm going to have to go back and find this guy. I bet that guy, because he played on the Japanese tour and he was familiar mm-hmm. with the course. I played him in a three ball in like the first round of the Olympics. I've never <laughs> can remember what this guy's name was. So anyway, the Zozo, a couple of guys I took a look at here off the bat. There's some heavy, heavy, heavy favorites up at the top with some of the big names. Some of the some of the top names are Phil's four, playing five, this week, right? Six to one. Phil is about even money to win the senior event. Like if you oh, sorry, if is that you, where Phil is? Sorry. Yeah, I if, remember if, if you, it was if, this or somewhere else. If you can find like two to one on Phil, probably just bet it, parlay it with something. Like Phil, Phil could probably boat race that complete uh, the rest the rest of the tour. We have alt spreads. Can, we do like a Phil alt spread. Yeah, he Phil might have to. Five. He, I wonder how many strokes he's going to give his playing partner for the cash game. He's probably going to have to give him five <laughs> or six in some of these. But yeah, Siwoo Kim, Maverick McNeely, and Eric Van Ruyen, former gopher. Um, all these numbers are bad numbers. I picked the worst numbers in the market on purpose. You can get much better numbers than this. I bet Siwoo and Mav at 33 and EVR at 40. These are just the Chris numbers, which is anytime. There's a quick lesson, I guess. Anytime a market-making book like a uh, bookmaker has way worse numbers on somebody than you can find elsewhere. It makes you feel a little better. Like uh, if you're finding the best, you know, if you find the best of the number at, at a market making book, you should feel bad about betting that number. Like it, it shouldn't give you a warm fuzzy yeah. at all. It should be the opposite. So the fact that I'm finding uh Siwoo down at 25 to one, although maybe it's just their hold is weird today. I've heard some comments about this in general, but uh, a couple guys that have been playing well over the last little bit, obviously Mav McNeely uh, placed second at the Fortinet a few, uh, God, that was about a month ago at this point. Something all these guys have in common, they all missed the cut at the Shriners for some reason. But obviously, Siwoo played pretty well through September, had a couple top tens in there. EVR played well in October, had some nice finishes in the in the playoffs. And then Mav, well, it was an okay finish last week. He obviously had a really nice finish two weeks ago. So just some guys a little further down the board that are playing well. Um, no real, real you know, kinks in the armor as far as anything outside of Siwoo's putting sometimes can be a little rough, but all decent approach guys, probably Mav, the worst of the three in that. So these are my outrights and I haven't hit an outright since summer. So take it easy on these if you're coming along. Dig it. It's, yeah, I wonder, it's is, is this a year. small enough an event where, not that books aren't going to be particularly sharp, but given everything else that's going on in the world, that, that, that maybe you'll see some higher holds, places that generally are lower, things like that. Again, NBA is opening. We've got baseball playoffs. It's NFL season. I know some of these t- the tennis lines particularly. We'll get to tennis in a second. Some of these places are a little juicier than they are normally. There's, there's lower offerings. You see that same trickle-down effect to the golf? Yeah, I just and also I just think maybe casual golfers don't want to bet on a tournament that's happening in Japan. Because it's like technically this starts on Wednesday because of the time difference. Like this is it's a weird one. This is kind of like your overall or your overnight tennis stuff. 
you know, there's there's a lot of people that are not going to be able to watch this live because it's happening at such a goofy time. So, I think it's probably a case of that too, where that the interest level is lower for the the Zozo. It's it's a weird one. It is like like the Japanese tour has a it's technically a PGA tour event, but I think the Japanese tour is also sanctioning it. So it's it's a goofy one that's only been it's good to have more sanctions. Yeah, Do you get an extra trophy? Do you get like the PGA <laughs> trophy get and the trophies. Japanese trophy, like the belts in wrestling? Yeah, we, we we've only we've only had it for a couple of years. Tiger <laughs> Tiger and Cantley have won it, so this is only the third year of this. It'll be a, it's a nice purse though. Like it's still a ten million dollar purse. But yeah, overnight ten, just like you, me and you betting overnight stuff. You got uh, some overnight stuff for again. This is actually starting shortly. Moscow has a match. Um, the women are up. Let me just see real quickly when they're up. Looks like it's 1245 Eastern. So about 45, 50 minutes after we finish the show. Looks like they'll be next up on court one. No, the court one match is done. So yeah, that'll be in about a little less than an hour. About 50 minutes from now, about 44, 40 minutes or so after we finish the show. Elena Rybakina is going to be playing Marketa Vondrasova. Vondrasova having one of the best second halves of the season of really anyone, especially on hard courts. Finished second at the Olympics, has done well in some tournaments since then. But the last couple of weeks has started to slow down a little bit. And we're indoors here. This Moscow tournament is, is one of the more interesting tournaments because it's in kind of a funky spot late in the calendar year but it's a bigger event there's a lot of points and um, it's a good spot for certain women and they really build up to this point towards the end of the year because it is hardcore but it's also indoors they don't have a ton of indoor events and that's really where Rybakina thrives um, as I look at this match here I'm able to get minus 115 I have her close to minus 140 almost 145 so happy to play this at minus 120 or anything better than that uh, which you should be able to find. Again, this match starts in a little bit. This number is pretty much settled. Uh, probably find as good as minus 110, as bad as minus 120. I think anywhere in between is just fine with me. Like the matchup for her, um, you know, the other thing to consider, Vondrasova, a lefty, general not a problem for Rybakina. And again, Rybakina just loves being indoors. You go look at her performances in those tournaments, they're markedly better than everything else, where Vondrasova is just about the same, if not slightly worse, because... Again, there's not much of an advantage for her to be gained here. So happy to take Rybakina. The market's given it to us basically as, you know, kind of a coin flip, a juiced coin flip, if you will. But some value here for me. I like her quite a bit. I'm down with that. Single bet. I can't even parlay him tonight. One shot. Or this afternoon. This afternoon. I always forget about that. Shortly. Is there, is there a Red Sox game today? I don't like, know. I'm seeing it on the graphic. I was not even 100%. There's too sure much stuff going game. on. For me yeah, to have Andy. any idea what's going on with this baseball stuff. That's probably just not like going on the show, folks. I come on and Andy tells me what happened with the baseball. <laughs> I'm going to trust Dan because he made the LCS graphics. And yes, there's the, there's two baseball games. One of these starts at like four we'll in check the afternoon. The internet. So yeah, you <clears throat> that's cool. You have a day game day game on the West Coast. I dig it. So Braves Dodgers, 508 Eastern, which is 2 p.m. on the West Coast local time Confirm. starting. Dodgers are favored. Walker Bueller, Charlie Effin Steakhouse going tonight. And <laughs> the Dodgers find themselves in a familiar position down 0-2 here. Uh, clearly the better lineup. Obviously some injuries and some attrition from some of the people that really carried them during the season. Justin Turner kind of looks dumb at the moment. But Walker Bueller is very good. They should be a favorite um, of this magnitude I just really, really I dug into. I didn't dig in. Honestly, I'm, I'd be lying to you saying I dug in really hard, but I dug in a little <laughs> to baseball, and I am three and one in postseason baseball betting 
which feels pretty good for a guy who doesn't know what he's doing. Got an easy win last night on the over. Once that, I, I was watching it with uh, the family, and before, um, who's the Cub? Schwarbo hit that bomb. I looked over. I smacked my daughter in the shoulder. Said six nothing, and then he hit it out. <laughs> Never happens. Usually, I make calls like that, and he strikes out. But that one felt pretty, pretty good, especially since I want to bet eventually when the uh, when the Astros were able to score and make it nine to three. Total seven and a half. Lower total. Good pitching. Dodgers not hitting in in uh, clutch spots. Not getting it done with runners in scoring position. I don't know if that changes much tonight, but I will be on the Braves again. A little bit of a taking a little bit of insurance, I guess, although it's cheap, taking the plus five, uh, plus 0.5 in the first five innings. Just looking for good starting pitching again on both sides and the Dodgers to continue to maybe toil a little in tough spots here. So I would like both pitchers to just be perfect through five. That would be just fine. I don't even care if the Braves score. Let's do it. Like just zero zero for me. Low did you total. think about an under? I, I did, but I'm worried that the Braves are too good, and they might ruin that for me. And it is a another low You're total. You're so. Dan. No, like they, they're playing really well right now. <laughs> it's, it's exciting baseball at the moment, and obviously the we're we're listing a nine and a half, but it is a juicy nine and a half to the over. There are some books that have moved to ten. For the total in the Astros Rex Sox game, the books have no taste for people just taking their money on these overs in Red Sox games. Now the Red Sox continue to just rake. Honestly, some former Dodgers are doing it across the uh, <laughs> these these series here with some of the people that are really raking. But yeah, JD Martinez is a stud right now. The Astros are facing a pretty pivotal game. If they go down three one here, that would be. Awful bad for them. Awful bad for Mattress Mac. Awful good for anybody who hates them for various reasons. But uh, it's hard for me. Like, who do you, who do I cheer for? The the team that probably cheated a bunch and got caught, or a Boston sports team? I can't take I can't take a rooting interest in this at all. So, if you uh, if you like to just cheer, I would probably just take ten again. Like, they are inflating these totals, but maybe not enough right. yet. So. Uh, no action for me in that one. I will be excited to watch that on a on a nice Tuesday evening in the fall, though. I think I probably would cheer for Boston, although LA, it, it sucks on the NL side. I don't have a, a way to do this. Like baseball in the fall in the playoffs should be cold, like it should be like fifty degrees. You know what I mean? Like right. the the pitcher should have a jacket on. People should have long sleeve shirts, not freezing cold, but. I hate really warm baseball in October. I think I'd like to see some some World Series games up in Boston. People seeing their breath. That's that's what I'm cheering for right now. So, and with that, Alex, anything? Uh, just give me give me your uh, hot one hot take on the NBA. Out of the, out of the blue, before we go, Warriors win the title. Oh, I like that. Mine is Bulls in the four seed. I like that. Ooh, They're going to win the division? No, God, no. That, that's a big ass. <laughs> so, all right. Well, like, subscribe. Thanks. Do some, uh, do some subscribing to the YouTube channel. Do a like, a thumbs up in the YouTube channel if you're in here. Thanks for everyone in the chat for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time. See you then.